millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. You're listening to the Visually Stunning Movie Podcast, the place to come for movie reviews, along with some extra fun talk about movie-related topics like box office and awards. You can find us on iTunes, Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Stitcher, Spotify, and basically any place else you can find podcasts. You can also follow us on Facebook and Twitter for even more content. If you like what we do, feel free to share us with your friends, like and leave feedback wherever you listen to us, and let us know what you think. Now, let's get on with the show. Ryan, you and your movie recommendations are going to kill me. Um, (laughs) Well, I hope so. uh, But in the best possible way. Uh, you put this on my radar a little bit ago, uh, and it's on Apple TV plus starring the one and only Tom Hanks and really only the one and only Tom Hanks yet again. No, Uh, no, that's not true. Almost because, because Caleb Landry Jones was there the majority of the time. Oh, fair enough. Uh, Finch is the film we are talking about. Um, Tom Hanks is basically alone again except this time the thing that he talks to talks back it's not a volleyball it talks back not just in his head how about that um uh finch uh uh, uh, a catastrophe a catastrophe has uh, befallen the earth uh and tom hanks believes he's the last person left alive uh him and his dog uh and he he builds a robot, as, well, I, as you would do. I, I think, I think he believes he's the last trustworthy person. So, That's true. He I knows mean, he he hasn't seen people in a long time, but he he he, he knows they're the, out there. Yes, and and he doesn't want to see them. That yeah, just, that's that's probably a more accurate explanation of that. Uh, but he has his dog, uh, and he built a robot. Because that's to take care you, of his to, dog. To, to, specifically, mission parameter: take care of the dog. He has four laws. It's like the three. It's it's Asimov's three laws, and the fourth law is the dog actually takes precedence over the other three. Um, Tom Hanks is not well because uh, because of this uh, event. Which, uh, if you go out in the sun, you immediately start burning. Basically, your skin starts to bubble. Uh, it is like the worst day at the beach, accelerated times 100. Um, and, you know, there's not really a lot of water. There's no plant life. And it, it's just as terrible as a post-apocalyptic wasteland could could be, really. Um, and that's the setup. And the setup is Tom Hanks trying to build a robot to take care of his dog for when he expects to die. Which he um, thinks is quickly approaching. Is quickly approaching. Um, and to be fair, this is uh, this is a few years after the apocalyptic event. It's at least a decade. Yeah. Um, 
Can I can I first say though before we get into this because I hate you for this. Uh, <laughs> I do I, I I do and people will understand why in a minute. Um, I'm really really happy that the the apocalyptic event in this film was not man caused. It's literally the universe. Yeah. Um, which I I found refreshing. Which means there's no controversy about how we got into the situation we're in. We are just in it. Uh, because we live in this universe. So, uh, that being said, he, he needs to, because there's these terrible storm events, and one's coming for his base of operations in St. Louis, or the St. Louis area, uh, he has to load his freshly minted robot, who's not really done yet, um, and his dog into this modified recreational vehicle to try to drive west, which is the only place he thinks is safe from the people he doesn't want to deal with. Um, and so we get Tom Hanks teaching this robot how to survive in the world and take care of the dog. I Is, is it any more complicated than that? No, it's a very simple story. It, <laughs> it is a very simple story. It's a man, his dog, and his robot. Yeah, but, um, I, but I mean... but. And, and, and don't that, that that's not dismissive. It's it's simple, but what what Finch himself is going through is not. Yes. Uh, um, so the simplicity of the narrative is kind of balanced out by the complexity of of what the character um, and actually I I would say characters um, are was, are learning from each other. I was about to correct you because because. Um the robot who doesn't have a name for part of the film, uh, who eventually settles on a name that Finch will allow. Yeah. Um, is Jeff. Yeah. Jeff, Jeff, the robot, because there's never been a more robot name than Jeff. Um, Jeff is, he's, he's kind of like, like he's like a five-year-old. Yeah. Uh, Finch has programmed him and loaded all of this data into him. He like scans books of, science and mechanics and anything he thinks robot will need now how to care for a dog how to train a dog um he scans all that in so all of that information is in jeff's head but he's brand new uh and he doesn't necessarily it's the interpretation and application of said data that jeff is learning so Um, jeff jeff has infinite amount of knowledge but no experience well, to and really for every you know for every nugget of knowledge he has a question to go with it sure um which is awesome uh so yeah well, but guess. yeah so so tom hanks is answering questions uh and questions or answers that should be obvious are not because jeff does not have experience literally it's like his first day on the planet yeah. so there's theoretical knowledge and there's practical knowledge, and he lacks the latter. Um, and yes, it's a it's an incredibly simple setup, uh, and it is an incredibly complex and and very deep perf- uh, uh, meaning behind this very simple setup. Uh, and yeah, we joke that Tom Hanks is by himself again, but he he's really not because he is acting up against uh, Caleb Landry Jones. Who, who voices Jeff. Um, and there, 
their chemistry is really good. The man and the robot. <laughs> well, it, and and not only that, the chemistry between the man, the robot, and the dog, um, Goodyear, is yeah. good. Yes, uh, which which I'm not surprised the dog likes Tom Hanks, but the kind of surprise is how much the dog seems to like Jeff. Um, and whether or not that's actually the case, I don't know, but well, he does not like know, Jeff I'm, to begin with. Well, no, but, I mean, but <laughs> so ultimately, but there's, I mean, we don't, uh, if Goodyear is not a good actor, right? <laughs> there's, there's aspects of this film that don't work that, but is because true. they were able to get a performance out of this dog, that is is as endearing as the performance they get out of a robot and its human companion, uh, if not more so. I mean, there's just a lot of things in this film that should not work. No, it's, I and mean, so when, you, you read it on paper and it's, it's, it's silly. I mean, it's almost it's, well, silly. It's, sure. And, 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 and you, you, and, and when you approach it, you think, okay, a man, a dog and a robot go on a cross country trip. Okay. How hard could that be to make? Well, you know, you're dealing with a dog. You're dealing with uh, a lot of uh, visual effects. You've got puppeteers. You've yep. got, um, I mean, there, there are so many, it, you know, people look at this film and think, well, gosh, you know, how, how there's like three people. And the truth of the matter is, is there were probably 30 people doing each of these scenes. Right. Um, and, and the complexity of that is um, pretty astounding because you forget that that's probably what's happening. You know, I mean, it, it's, it's just you and these three individuals and yeah, the dog actually feels like his own little character in the film. He um, and I mean, for some reason it, it just all comes together. And I think Tom Hanks isn't playing the typical Tom Hanks character in this film. He, He's kind of a well. He's definitely given up. He's he's bitter towards uh, humanity. Um, again, they may not have caused the apocalypse, but the reaction to the apocalypse, whatever it was exactly, was not good. Um, and I don't think that's far fetched. Um, you know, uh, disaster comes and we you know protect our own and become selfish and take care of ourselves, um, whatever the cost. Uh, I don't think it's a far-fetched idea no no it is um but anyway but you know i mean so tom hanks isn't even like the really the 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 optimism in this film but it's strangely optimistic uh you know they really the optimism belongs to a robot right it belongs Um, it belongs to jeff tom hanks uh finch is he's he's resigned to his fate he's almost ashamed that he's still alive Sure. And in many ways, he is blatantly ashamed well, to still be less, alive. Well, and he doesn't want to remember that there was anything before. Um, and that's where things get complicated because his relationship with this robot ultimately reminds him what it was like to interact with people he actually liked rather than people he was running or hiding from. Right. And, and that that's problematic for Finch um, because you get the impression that he has spent the better part of the last 10 years forcing himself to forget these things. Yeah. Um, and then, and, and, you know, here he is now at the, the end of his days 
being forced to, you know, undo the, the work that he spent a decade doing, essentially. Well, and um, even, uh, you know, even as, you know, as we learned through his conversations with Jeff, um, you know, that that started before. Yeah. He was not an outgoing. He wasn't a people person. I mean, he wasn't mean or nasty. He just wasn't. He very yeah. much liked to be to be by himself. He did like some people, though. Some people. But the, the problem with liking to be by yourself is that w- when that's a choice, you're OK with it. Yeah. And now he's in a he lives in a world where that is not a choice. That's a necessity. And and that that, you know, when something goes from being a choice to being a necessity, that changes your outlook. Um, you know, I love chocolate ice cream. Oh, all you can eat is chocolate ice cream. You know, 10 years of that. I'm going to hate chocolate ice cream. So, uh, you know, anything it can, you know, you can you can unlike a lot of things in 10 years. Uh, and, 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 and he has, and Jeff just kind of brings that to a head, um, because it puts it right back in his face. He's forgotten that he, you know, he, he didn't like, he liked to be on his own. He, you know, made himself for remember, or, you know, forget that there was ever anyone else. So he was okay on his own. And then Jeff reminded him, no, I'm not really okay. So it's, it is, there's a lot of, there's a lot of moving parts. There's a lot of, a lot of, of depth to it. And God Damn you, Ryan! I uh, so everyone that listens knows that I, Ryan is not the one that uses bad language uh, on this podcast. And I texted him when it was over, and I just said "fuck Finch" with the little crying emoji uh, because God and damn think, it! But I think I think I also responded with uh, I think I said what the white suit the <laughs> the white suit because I that I mean like. The white suit is is if if you were sitting on the fence and were like, do I do this movie? Do I not do this movie? And they came in and said, you'll get to wear this. this. Yeah, he was in. <laughs> He's in. <laughs> It'd be like, uh, okay, all right, I'll do it for the whites. Right, uh, but oh man, I oh that I mean, dude, I yes, I cry at sports movies. Uh, you still, I still have trouble with with you know Hoosiers. Uh, Goddamn Sam Raimi's for love of the game, uh, fucking Finch. God damn that mm-hmm. robot and that dog. Uh, at the end, what would Finch do? He'd feed the dog. I'm gonna feed the dog, and I was like, <laughs> screw you, Jeff." Well, uh, but but here's the thing. Okay, so there is you know Amblin Entertainment, which is Steven Spielberg's company, uh, did was one of the production production houses on this. So there is an absolutely Steven Spielberg feel to this film, but there's also it's almost a not a Steven Spielberg ending. It all, but it is, and it isn't, and and that's kind of what I think is fascinating about it is because um, it, it, it there, there is something hopeful about it. it the film itself isn't exactly the happiest of endings. No, no, but, but there is, but there is hope. Um, and not just, well, maybe, but Jeff is enthusiastic about the idea. Yeah. So, uh, let's, and you're right. Okay. So Amblin is, is Spielberg. Uh, the, the film was, uh, directed by Miguel Sapochnik. Uh, who I, you know, I looked at his filmography as a director, lots of television, yeah, uh, some I, game I, of Thrones, he, altered yeah. carbon, iron fist, yeah. masters of sex, true direct. I mean, but if you look at the, what, you know, he's done sci-fi, 
he's done drama, Revolution, Banshee, Fringe. Um, then he directed Repo Men with Jude Law. Yeah. Um, so mixed, it's mixed bag there. <laughs> it, well, yeah, but I mean, but there's a there's a rather eclectic bunch of material uh, that he's directed. You know, um, he's going to do some uh, House of the Dragon, the the Game of Thrones prequel. Um, but yeah, it's, I was like, wow, that's, I mean, it's kind of a, this, this might be the biggest thing he's done. Uh, have, have, did, here, here's one thing you know, I don't know if you've looked at the writers and their backgrounds. Uh, I have it. I did not. What have they written there? I ask. There is, there is one of them who oh, wow. has not written before, but has produced some of the greatest science fiction films in the history of science fiction. Uh, oh, you mean uh, Ivor Powell? Yes. Uh, uh, yeah, I just I just pulled him up. Oh, produced Blade Runner, Alien, The Duelist. Yeah. So uh, I mean, there's there's some interesting things if you dig beneath the surface on this film that 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 kind of where you go. Okay, I, I, I get a sense of, of why this, well, not maybe on the level of Blade Runner or Alien or, you know, but there's a sense of, of people working within uh, the, uh, an area that they're experts in and that they know the nuance of. And um, I don't know. I, I mean, I, I don't know that Finch is a game changer. Uh, I don't know that it, it, it but it, it certainly is a very, very entertaining and good film. In fact, I'm shocked that these guys have three films between them, and one of the and the common one is Finch. Yeah, yeah, yeah having written them, but then you look at you know the I mean, and even the other writer, he has one producer credit, Finch. Yeah. So, and another his other writing credit is announced; it's not even pre-production yet. Yeah, I, I think I think, and I could be wrong on this, but I think the script ended up on the blacklist uh, um, uh, as as one of those, you know, which is a list of basically unproduced uh, um, screenplays that are are highly regarded. Right. Um, but uh, yeah, there's. I mean, there's again, this this movie could have been terrible, and uh, and maybe you know. It, and maybe it should have been terrible. I don't know, but but I think that you have you you put certain people into something, and the results um, surpass maybe what they should have been. Yeah, but. this this is a this is one of those films that uh, you know is greater than the sum of its parts. And, and we've reviewed a lot of films, uh, and, and I know that I have that I've described as you know less than the sum of their parts, or exactly yeah. the sum of their parts. Uh, I mean, there's nothing about, it doesn't go anywhere over what it is. You read it, you see the cast, and you go, yep, that's what you're going to get. And that's exactly what you get. Or do you get less than that for some reason? This is a film that, I mean, it punches way above its weight um, in, in total. I mean, just that, that it, it is insane. Uh, I, I don't know how just the script wound up as being, I mean, it had to be, it had to be blacklisted because someone looked at it and said, you know, if I can do this, this, you know, because you're right. This, this movie could suck. This, this script could suck if it's done wrong or with the wrong people. Well, it's, it, it lends itself to sentimentality. And yes, it's the sentimental 
movie, and and that some people won't like it purely right. for for that reason, or they'll rage against it because of that. Um, but I, sometimes movies need to be sentimental. Sometimes uh, the character's journey needs, you know, this is needs that sentimentality to a certain extent, uh, rediscovering and, of, 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 you know, that emotion. And, and, and maybe, I mean, so is a, is there a better actor to put in that role then than Tom Hanks? Well, I, I, Captain I, sentimentality. Well, cause, but here's the thing that I think is interesting about that is, is because, um, because Tom Hanks is cast as Finch, we want Finch, um, he instant the moment Finch is on screen, we want to like him, you know, and that's that's a reflection of, of Tom Hanks in his career. Yeah. Um, and 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 we want him to be able to work through whatever it is he needs to work through. We, we you know, but Finch as a character is, is very, you know, almost to the point where he doesn't want to work through these things. He's he Finch is very not tom hanks he wants um, he wants to be done yes so you know a lot of people want to compare this to castaway and the big difference here is is finch doesn't want off the island right finch wants to die on the island that though no, dude that is a perfect way to put it absolutely so, perfect because they're so which is so radically different the two films are on just such polar opposites that you know uh, that yes on the superficial element tom hanks is the person on the poster and there was really nobody else in the movie you know with a human face right but they the, the two films have almost nothing else in common right so, um which you know which is great actually so it's not tom hanks redoing some he's already done this is tom hanks doing something that maybe is a little different than what he's done before yeah i mean even you know the survivability aspect if you would like to expand the cast a little bit and go to apollo 13 there were other people and he was trying to survive and again in this one it's almost like he he really he's building jeff so he can be done Mm -hmm. um because he knows he's going to be done and and he's playing out the string as he does they play as they put it in sports he doesn't want to die, you know, and this isn't, I guess, necessarily about believing in an afterlife or anything, but he doesn't want his deathbed thoughts to be who's going to take care of good here. So in, in a way, what he's doing is also very selfish. Yes. Um, because he's looking to free himself from the last thing that connects him to this world. Yeah, that is that is also true. That's That's like his... He loves the dog that is nothing but an outward expression of his guilt. Yeah. Um, for reasons that you will see when you watch the film, and you will watch the film uh, if you have <laughs> if you have Apple TV Plus. This honestly, this this would play great in a theater. It was it was originally intended to be, and and that's kind of it's it's uh, it's unfortunate that. I won't have that opportunity to see it in theater, but I do love the accessibility of it. And I hope that people, um, take advantage of that. Um, I think this, I think this is originally universal. I planned this for theatrical release and COVID has a way of, 
you know, COVID. doing stuff. Um, but in, but oddly, you know, it's also a film that I think is very timely. Um, a lot of people who doubt in mankind and humankind and well, people suck. Eh, As but, I've said know, on multiple occasions, people suck. Sure. And, and yeah. to be and uh, let's remember, I'm people, so well, I can yes, say that. Yes. Uh, so yeah, uh, yeah. No, this it is. It is. No, it's it. It's. I think at any time this movie is really good. I think yeah. it might do, take a breath. People watch Finch, take a breath and think for two minutes and, you know, just you know, rethink your life. If you will, uh, it's, this is just sillily good. And again, it, it could have been so terrible and I applaud a Tom Hanks for taking what you are correct is such a superficially similar role to something he already did. Um, and for bringing with it or bringing to it um, the exact kind of opposite mindset that he did in that superficially similar film um, and knocking it out of the park. Uh, Caleb Landry Jones, let's not not yes. talk about him, uh, voices Jeff. Um, he's, he shows up in a lot of things. And he's just one of those, you know, one of those actors that, you know, not leading man, good looks, but you watch him and his performances are always compelling. Yeah, whenever he's, he's, he's playing, a, he's, he's a workman. Yeah. He's, he's, uh, um, yeah. So he, so he's, and he's got a great voice for Jeff. The way he performs Jeff is just really good. Uh, I mean, cause he's, oh yes, he's 30, 30, 31, 32, something like that. But he, you know, yeah. he, you feel, five-year-old toddler jeff sure and I mean, all of his questions a sense of wonder yes everything's amazing or needs to be understood well and and it's it's amazing without any of the dark bits like you know everything everything is viewed just as is right and, and without a, a negativity or a sense of judgment it just is and the fact that it is is wondrous. Yeah. Um, and 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 I, I wish I wish that I could reconnect <laughs> with that feeling. Right. Uh, go 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 to the national parks and walk around, and you kind of get that feeling again. Um, my, my aside from what would Finch do? He'd feed the dog line. I think my favorite line is. Uh, of his is or favorite scene of his is when uh, Finch comes out and he goes, did you drive the RV? <laughs> no, but it rolled. <laughs> um, yeah. It's just, it, I mean that like every seven year old, <laughs> you know? <laughs> uh. <laughs> so I no, he's great. And again, good year. You're right. If you don't have a dog that's going to hit his marks and, and, and cock his head and, pause appropriately I mean and not like in a cut like in a scene he'll he like would stop and pause and cock his head and and but it was it was literally hitting all the marks in a scene uh, they got a great dog for for him uh, and his handler well, I believe I believe who was a rescue dog I'm shocked most rescue dogs are really good uh, the, I, I've, I've, I've seen the, the, the animal wranglers talk about that. Yeah, the rescued dogs and cats 
that want you know if you rescue them they they want to please so they're willing to learn and and they do really well and you know Je- uh, jeff goodyear is uh kind of like the ultimate rescue dog oh gosh yes so yeah but yeah it's if 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 Caleb Landry Jones's portrayal of Jeff doesn't work and Goodyear is not such a good dog Tom Hanks performance doesn't really matter that much because then he would be just be playing against a robot and a dog yeah. you know and he already proved he can he can perform against a, a volleyball but you know come on let's cut him some again, slack again, yeah well and and again that's a completely different it's a completely different performance yeah um I, you know uh, castaways um, there's there's less going on underneath the surface and castaway you know is a much darker is, film too well yeah but it's you know and it's it's yeah it's a different simplicity right. whereas you know the, the 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 character is more complex and more tortured in a psychological way and uh you know, a lot of a lot of Tom Hanks has to communicate a lot of things with just his eyes, a little, you know, because it's also I mean, he doesn't want Jeff to lose that sense of wonder. And so as much as he wants to teach Jeff about the world and how dangerous it is, he almost regrets having to do that because he wants none of that weight to be passed on. Right. That. And so there's there's a lot going on in this character, there and, is. and so there's a lot of Tom Hanks gets to act a ton in this movie, and it's it's fun to watch. Yeah, it is. Um, so Finch uh, premieres on Apple TV Friday, November fifth. I am so glad I have access to Apple TV. Mm-hmm. Um, well, and if you you can follow this up with Greyhound, which is another Tom Hanks film that's on Apple TV, that or or. If you want to go for some family stuff, there's the helpsters or there's, I mean, it, it, it or if you want I, some heavy sci-fi foundation is on there. There you go. Um, yeah. Uh, so if you, if you watched, if you watched Dune and you thought, you know, I want something like that, but more, but more. That, <laughs> yeah. Then uh, foundation, you should be watching the foundation. Yes. So, anyway, yeah. Apple TV is, is, it doesn't have the, the biggest roster, but I, I, you know, I mean, and people are probably sick of hearing this, but most of what, you know, there's a few things that they've snuck out there that they haven't really uh, done a lot of advertising for. And, and so there's a few things on there that I haven't watched, but most of the stuff that I've seen on there has been pretty, pretty interesting. Um, and and I, it's what, five ninety nine. So I, 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 I don't know. I'm, I don't have to pay for it, which is nice, but, uh, but yeah, no, it, it is not a lot. It might be five ninety nine. It might be yeah. the uh, uh, pounds, is, pounds for is, pound. That, that's a pretty. I uh, mean, quality uh, quality to cost. You're getting you're yes. getting your money's worth. Yeah, on this film alone, right? So. <laughs> crazy, crazy, goddamn robot. Uh, so yeah, so that's it. That's that that is uh, that is Finch. Uh, I've cursed at this movie enough. Uh, that that is Finch. It opens Friday, November fifth. Apple TV Plus. Uh, if they have a, if they have, uh, you know, a trial period, they do, and you have a long weekend, 
Watch this, watch Greyhound, binge Foundation if you're a science fiction fan, and then anything else that's on the list, you're probably going to be okay with. Um, they've got music documentaries if you're a music person. Uh, yep. So, they, you know, they got a few of those. There's a Beastie Boys, there's a oh. Underground, there's, yeah. And Ted Lasso. Uh, Oh, and Ted Lasso. And Ted Lasso. Yeah. There you go. That's your weekend. You got Tom Hanks, <laughs> you got Foundation, and you got Ted Lasso. Go get Apple TV+. Plus. That that pays for itself. Pays for itself with those. I'm not even joking. Ted Lasso is stupid good. Uh, but, yeah, but yeah, Apple TV+. Plus, definitely check it out. There's way more than enough to justify the $5.99. So, um, it feels like we're being paid to do this but we're not and we are not uh if they paid for me i don't know that i could gush anymore if they were paying us uh i don't think i could uh, i'm not that good i'm not a time i Hanks feel like i feel actor. like i need to say something like this is like negative so uh, i i will say that cherry is a letdown there you go there's the it's what's well, not as good as it should be it's yeah Let's, anyway yeah so, it's not bad it's just not as good as i, it should I be. feel better about myself now there you okay fine i said something negative <laughs> you said something negative there you go that is it uh everyone hang with us we've got more big movies coming out we will be talking about those uh everyone uh keep keep ryan in your in your in your thoughts he's going to be <laughs> flying to england yeah. uh here soon so let's hope that his flights don't get canceled um yeah for lack of personnel oh. uh mm-hmm. and that he survives the wilds of of england so uh, that's I will. It. I yeah. I will be doing my my own tiny little tour of Soho, uh, and so if, you know if you haven't seen Last Night in Soho, can I put a plug in? For you can that movie. Yep. Okay. Absolutely. Uh, watch it. Listen to our review and let us know that we're right. <laughs> or if we're completely. We wrong. are. We are not just, completely wrong. The people just, who think we're wrong are wrong. Just, 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 just see Edgar Wright's new film. Anyway, see Edgar um, Wright's new film. There you go. And then follow it up with with Finch. So, you know, right? That's some. Oh man, that'd be a great double feature. Uh, okay, that's it. We're done. Stay safe, everyone. Be good. Don't forget to like us. Follow us on social media at VS Movie Podcast. You know the drill. Subscribe on YouTube if you watch us there. And until next time, I'm Mark. That's Ryan. Bye, Ryan. See you guys. And we'll talk to y'all later. <laughs>